Welcome to the Mouth to Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hi. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. So Disney announced that they're finally bringing back the dining plan to Walt Disney World. It's coming back January 9th, 2024, and we are here to go over all of it with you and give you a 101 on the Disney dining plan. But first, the Mouska cocktail. Okay, I feel like we're already drinking. But anyway, today's Mouska cocktail comes to you from the letter J. Starting next year, A, B, C, we go through the entire alphabet. Okay, write it down in your little book. We have to go through it twice because there's 52 weeks. Yes, thank you. It works out perfectly, actually. We should do that. Okay. All right. Well, today's cocktail is brought to you by the letter J. Uh, 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 uh. That's a wrong monster. Wrong wrong Sesame Street character. (laughs) can't anymore. Anyway, uh, we are going to be discussing the Jerez Old Fashioned from Halio. So really, it's brought to you by the letter Jota. <laughs> That's how they say uh, Jay uh, I think. Oh, my goodness. All right. This guy has some bourbon. We have Spanish brandy, cinnamon, and fernet, which is an Italian liqueur. So it's Spitalian. <laughs> <laughs> but I I can't believe I didn't have this when we were there. Are you That's supposed to have it and just don't remember? No, you no, didn't. it's because we were focusing on the sangria. Because that's what you do in a Spanish restaurant. It's true. Tapas and sangria is the best. But this sounds so delicious. So I had I didn't because it sounds like it, it's an old fashioned that's not sweet. It's bourbon and brandy. Brandon can be brandy can be a little sweet. Cinnamon and then this fernet is like. Bitter I don't know. The only power. thing I paid attention to when you were reading about Fernet is that it makes your lips pucker. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know this one sounds good. It just confuses me. You're it's it's Spanish, but there's French and Italian, and I mean, uh, you know, I think we should try it. I, mean, I yes. definitely want to try it. And yes. this one, as I said, you can find it at, at Halio, which is in Disney Springs. And we did a whole podcast episode talking about our new things last month. And Halio was one of our new things that the three of us experienced together. But Halio is on the dining plan. How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's do it. All right. So let's talk about the dining plan. So a few changes, if you remember, the last time the dining plan was in place, was the beginning of 2020 before the whole world collided and crashed and went to hell in a handbag. Um, so the original dining plan had three plans to it. They've changed it. They've altered it a bit. Now the dining plan that's coming back in 2024 is going to have two options. You can pick the quick service or the Disney dining. 
Quick service and Disney dining were initially always on the uh, dining plan, so there's not much changes there, except um, what's included. So what is included in the quick service uh, dining plan is two quick service meals, one snack, a mug, and drinks with your quick service. So you only get one snack um, with this instead of two. I don't think this is a problem. I mean, I don't either. We used to leave. We always used to get the dining plan and we always used to leave with excess snack credits. Yes. And we used to run to like the confectionery and just load up on Rice Krispie treats and stuff we could take home. So I'm not sad about it. No, it's not. I just, I, I think the snacks were too much. People just had too many snacks and they ended up just going, like you said, into stores and just buying and using the snack credits so they didn't lose them. Um, so I think one is fine. Um, the two quick services a day, basically it, it includes your entree and then it includes a drink. So if you're over 21, you can get an alcoholic beverage where it is served in quick services. Cause as we know, not all quick services serve alcohol. Um, I'm looking at you, Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Can you imagine exactly. the day that they announce that that is going to change? That'll never change. I don't think it will. Never. Never say never. Um, I'm well, it's a good thing we're recording this. I can't wait to play it back for you when they <laughs> announce it. Well, they've skirted, they've skirted around the issue, right? So Jungle Canteen can serve it. Magic Kingdom, or uh, Be Our Guest. Or not be, yes, be our guest. Cinderella's, Cinderella's royal, royal table. table can serve it. So they've they've skirted around it. I just don't ever see a day where you're openly going to be able to walk up to a kiosk and get a beer. No, and like even in those restaurants, except I think there's one or two cocktails on the menu at Gipper Canteen. But even at be our guest and the places that are serving, they're they're not only serving beer and wine. They're not serving like cocktails like you get at other restaurants in other parks. Yeah. No, it's, um, I just don't see it for people that don't know. Walt did not want alcohol in the parks. That is why, yeah, that's why Disneyland, uh, park is a dry park. Right. And, and magic kingdom. Well. And then magic kingdom is the dry park. Yeah. Um, which but is we digress. So can I just say, I actually really like this, um, plan, um, this, quick service plan the quick for, service one for me and my family this is plenty of food and then we could just supplement with like one or two special character meals or special dining events um but i think even doing that two quick service meals per day and a snack will keep us all pretty full honestly well you could what it does is if you're looking to really budget the way you spend money so the two the quick service plan would be perfect in terms of if you were able to just bring in a couple groceries and just bring in some breakfast items for a family like if you can bring in cereal or bagels or you know something quick that the kids can kind of eat on the go breakfast bars whatever muffins and then you can use your quick service for lunch and dinner right um, and, and you and have the snacks in between Right. We're not really big breakfast people. And so for us, that would work out great. Or if we do want to have breakfast, we're going to want to sit down and do like Topolino's or something yes. that we would pay for out of pocket anyway. Um, but yeah, I just really like this. And like I said, I think we would still end up with leftover credits at the end because on those days when you do do 
when you do do, when you, you do, do decide, you do. <laughs> when you do decide to have a special meal, um, you might not use both of your quick service credits. Exactly. I don't know. I like it. Do we have a price on this? Um, so it is, yes. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. Disney dining prices. Well, I Google. Hang, please. Prices announced. Hold, please. Quick service, 57 and one cent per adult. And $23 and 80 cents or 83 cents per child. Per but child. it was never about saving money. No, no, Disney no. It's not plans, about saving money. Right? No, it's not about saving money. It's about budgeting and it's about knowing ahead of time what you're spending and not feeling like you're having to dig into your pockets every minute at Disney. And I think that's great. But I have to say, I think that the food at Disney has gotten so expensive. I'm pretty sure that just for lunch for myself, like I went to Satuli Canteen, got a bowl and a beer, and it was, I'm pretty sure, 30 bucks. And that right there would have been a quick service is your bowl and your beer. Exactly. So especially if you like to have a, a beer or whatever, those are $13. Yeah. So... And again, not all alcoholic beverages are included. Obviously, there are caps. Um, right. They will specify which ones are included. You'll see, you'll see the little symbols that haven't really disappeared are going to full, fully be in effect now. Uh, the little purple symbol for the dining plan. Um, that icon will be next to everything when it's included. They have not announced. The one thing they didn't announce is what the price break is and in terms of drinks of what is included and what's not. So typically, it would be like $14.99. Or fifteen ninety nine is what it was in two thousand twenty, right. um, and with the snacks, it was six ninety nine and below counted as snacks. Right. Um, they haven't announced that price point break. Um, and right. honestly, I don't think they should. No, so if and they like were smart. Said, they they shouldn't because then they can change it however they deem. Right, and like you said, just look for the little um, the little symbol. We'll put that in the article, but I don't. We're on the the Facebook group. I don't know if they ever actually announced the $6 part for snacks. I know they definitely said for drinks. Yeah. We just kind of knew that it was yeah. that price range, anything above that price range. They have mentioned things in on Disney's website, such as, which is stupid, which I actually want to see if it goes into effect, but that if you get a pretzel, which counts as a snack, it, the cheese is not included. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's so yeah, ridiculous. That's dumb. <laughs> so that, that makes they kind of said cheese is separate purchase. So I'm curious if that's yeah. actually like, have you thought that one through in terms of your pretzel? Here's your snack credit. Now the cheese is 39 cents. That's ridiculous. How Disney, can they do that? That's the whole very idea weird. is to not nickel and dime people. People on a dining plan don't want that. That's ridiculous. Which is the main purpose of having a dining plan. And which well, is the main criticism of Disney lately as the nickel and diming. So hopefully the snack credits will go far like they did before. I mean, there are some places that you can use those snack credits for a meal. Like there are some places yes. where snacks are just huge. They're a meal. But prices, like I said, of food, I have noticed have certainly gone up at Disney World as they have 
everywhere else. So I do hope that that $6 cap that we, I don't know if they announced or we inferred, I hope that that goes up to more like $8 or $9. Yeah. No, that's what it was in 2020 was the $6.99. They have not announced anything along the lines of what it was. Yeah, I hope I hope it's more. <laughs> so. Yeah, so basically what they said for the cheese, because I had to look it up quick. Quick service restaurants, most outdoor courts, snacks may include a single serving of the following. And it says ice cream, um, fruit, popcorn without the souvenir thingy, um, all those things. Then it says it also could be adding a topping or sauce, such as a side of cheese dipping sauce. So I'm hoping that doesn't include... The, the so that would take two of your snack credits. If that's you what it's basically, and that's what it's basically saying. And I hope that's not the case. So again, I mean some, that that Velveeta cheese is worth a diet a, a snack credit. It is not Velveeta. A Velveeta. I will say that cheese with the pretzel is freaking delicious. It is freaking delicious. But delicious. come on, it is it is melted Velveeta in a in a one ounce cup. It's not it even is. as good as Velveeta. Velveeta is amazing. Don't you diss Velveeta. I don't, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. Wow. Strong um, here. So yeah. So they do have a list of quick service restaurants that are included in it. Most quick service restaurants are included. There's no real, there's nothing that stands out where you're, why is that not included? Or I didn't know this one was included. Um, most of the popular quick services are included. All the quick services at the resorts are included. Um, so it should be. Yeah, the, it, it, everything looks pretty much the same. So Polite Pig is back on the quick service, which I was Woo-hoo! wondering, because uh, they've gotten a bit more expensive, um, but that one is included. So that is exciting. That place is amazing. It is. It is. All right. So that is the quick service. The table or the Disney dining. Disney dining is the other plan. That one is one quick service, one table service, one snack, one refillable mug. And drinks with your meals. Um, the price before Juliana asks <laughs> is hold, please. I scrolled down. All right, dining plan is going to cost $94.28 per adult and $29.69 per child. Per this night is of your stay. Per night of your stay. Like these prices actually are money saving. I feel like here's the deal. The biggest difference right here is the adult to child. That is a massive, massive difference. It is. And to me, this is where the ages of the children are really going to come into play because it's three years to nine. Once you reach 10, as my children now know, you are adults in Disney eyes. Um, my middle one just turned 10 last week, which I, I'm upset about because now he's an adult apparently. Um, but if he was nine, oh my God, he eats more than $29 a day. Well, well then there's the other do. way where a lot of parents are like, my 10 year old eats like a bird and I have to pay a hundred dollars a day for them to eat at Disney now. Yeah. So no, for the children, a hundred percent, I think this is great. Um, so the dining or the Disney dining plan, um, includes your table service, which we'll go through in a bit. Quick service is the same. We did forget to mention that that refillable mug is included. Those refillable mugs at the resorts are 30. I mean, those are expensive alone. They are. 
Those are good. Those are good, especially if you're doing a resort day, um, right. because they can only be used in the resort. So like, yes. it, that's where you get your money's worth. If you're sitting at the pool all day and you're going back and forth for sodas and coffees and juices. Yeah. But it's, like I to, mean, we like to oh, fill it up on our way into the parks, take it in with us and then use the water refill stations to sort of have some water all day long too. So they work well for that, but. And as I say, they work, they, I mean, if you're sitting around the pool, filling it up with Gatorade or whatever for the kids, even soda for lunches, just filling it up. If you're, if you're around your resort, um, you know, we fill them up on our way back to our room for the night too. So mm-hmm. those, and of course, then you get to keep the mug. I have a whole cabinet of mugs. Um, so yeah, those are, that's a big savings there too. All right. So table service, you get one table service per night of your stay. Any of these credits, we should say that you don't have to use them per day. It's for your entire stay. So you can kind of use them how you'd want. But the table service itself um, is one table service credit. You can combine them if you want to go to a two-table service restaurant, which we'll go through those. Um, And then you could do a more expensive one. So one table service credit restaurants that are included. Most of the restaurants that are your typical table services are included. The only kind of shocking ones are Akershus, however you want to say it. You said it. Um, That one is one table service for breakfast only. So then is it two table service for lunch and dinner? Yes. So this doesn't surprise me at all. I know that before Akershus was like the great deal because it was the princess meal that was only one credit, but that was just lucky. I mean, Akershus is a great princess experience. The food is really good. I like it better than Cinderella's Royal Table. So I'm not surprised it's two credits. I'm not at all. Yeah, it's just, I, I mean, I think this is great because there's other things they moved around that are not great. Another great one for breakfast is Topolino's is one credit for breakfast. That's that huge. one is phenomenal. Yeah. That's huge. That and one is That actually one. surprises me. Uh, that one shocked me a bit. Um, is Topolino's even on the list for dinner? No, not right now. That Not doesn't right surprise me because I yeah. feel like Topolino's for dinner is worth even more than two credits on the dining plan. It's yeah, I think so it good. is too. And that's, we've talked about it before. The price for Topolino's because it's an all-inclusive price. It's a character dining price is the same as Chef Mickey's. It's it. The price has always been the same as Chef Mickey's. So dining plan wise, it makes sense. But in my head, I, the food is, I mean, astronomically better than Chef Mickey's. But I think that they are limiting what you can't order as much as you want. You can anymore. only order a entree and a half. So if you can't choose between two, you can say, this is my main and I'd like half of this. So if but you that's want, not new. No, that's that they changed maybe a year or two ago because basically right. everyone took advantage and was right. ordering 15 different entrees. Right. Because it used to be like a cruise ship where you could just order whatever you wanted. So about a year and a half ago, they were like, no. And so since it's not like stuff your face, (laughs) like Chef Mickey's is, then maybe that offsets the quality of the food. But I'm I'm glad to hear it's only one table service for breakfast. And I'm sad to hear that it's not on the list for dinner, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Um, other one tables that were a bit shocking, Morimoto Asia Lunch is one table service, which I think that's a really good value. Their food can be expensive. I have to say I'm a little surprised about Skipper Canteen being on here. Yep. For one credit? Two credits. It's, no, two. it's not a two credit meal. So these are the things we need to tell you guys. Like, So we can explain the dining plan and all that to you, but let's talk really about our best advice yeah. for wh- what to use. I would not spend two credits on Skipper Canteen. No, no way. way. Pay no, the two, the two credit ones, I wouldn't. You have paddlefish. There's no way I would spend two credits on. Um, I know you guys wouldn't for Brown Derby. I would. <laughs> no, I would. I think it's still, it's always been a, uh, what do they call signature dining experience. It's worth two credits if you like Brown Derby. Yes. yes. Um, the other one that Boathouse Lunch and Dinner are two credits. I see, like Boathouse. Yeah. Uh, but see, it depends on what you're ordering. Like, I've gone there and ordered a burger. That's not two credits. Right. Exactly. So, again, with Juliana's point of showing you how to get the most bang for your buck out of this, you don't make a reservation at Boathouse if you intend to go there and order a burger. Right. <laughs> order right. their seafood. Take advantage of their more expensive menu items I if just you're going to... It seems weird because I always looked at it as like Boathouse on one level and then Paddlefish is the seafood place on another, you know, so like Boathouse was the one credit one and Paddlefish would be the step yeah. up to credit one, though I don't actually care for Paddlefish and I like Boathouse better. I like the environment at Boathouse. I was going to say, really that cool. was a change. Boathouse was one credit. It was always yeah. one credit. So they upped the lunch and dinner. Paleo was one credit. It's two. Mm. And they're only open for dinner. Um, and I'm curious how that works on the dining plan because oh it's my. small plates. So how much are you allowed to order? Exactly. Well, and also those paellas were like several hundred dollars. <laughs> that's I, this is that de- that's definitely one I would not do the two credit for at least for a little bit because there's going to be some kinks over there in terms I of what's so included, too. what's not. I wonder if there's like those lines that dining plan menu or something. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, one of the bigger changes they did was for the Fantasmic dining package. Um, it is one table service credit for the package, and that is for 50s primetime Hollywood and Vine, Mama Melrose, and Sci-Fi. Okay. Um, that's great because you're not only getting your meal, which is one table service credit, anyways. You're also getting the seating for Fantasmic at right. basically no additional price. Right. I think the menu is limited, right? The me- I mean, you're, the menu is limited in terms of, yeah, it's when you do the dining plan, they do limit you. So now you're doing the limited. When you do the dining package. Yeah. Sure. But if you're going to Hollywood and Vine, it's the same menu because it's it a buffet. Like you're eating uh, the same right. food. Right. Right. So it's the same. If you want to do, obviously, Brown Derby with Fantasmic, you're doing two credits because Brown Derby is a two-credit restaurant now. Um, okay. So 
So all the ones that are one credit stay one credit, even if you're doing the di the dining package, the phantasmic dining yeah. package, and all the two credits stay two credits if you're doing. Got yeah. It. yeah. Okay. So I think that's a great deal. I, you know, you're getting your food at the same credit, plus you're getting the seating. It's kind of a no brainer and why you would not do that if you're going to go eat at those restaurants anyways, and you plan to see phantasmic. It's yeah. not costing you anything more. No, I think sometimes they just put you in at like off times for the for times are off. So yeah. If you're flexible and you can eat dinner at four o'clock, then do it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So then there's a handful of restaurants that were just not included in the dining plan. Now, some of these actually say they're not included. Some of them are just leaving it blank. So these could be adjustments. A lot of these are Epcot restaurants which for people who don't know, a lot of restaurants in Epcot are not owned by Disney. They're managed by somebody else in which they might not get on the dining plan. So the Epcot ones are Chef de France, the Creperie, La Hacienda, San Angel, the sushi place we just went to, Space 220, and Via Napoli. These are the ones that specifically say they will not be on the dining plan. Some of them say no dining plan or dining plan not available. Some of them are just blank. So which so ones they, are blank? Do you know? Do you remember? Um, I don't. They all. I, I have a feeling Via Napoli will, will Via be Napoli, back. Via Napoli had always been on the dining. Yeah, plan. I, I think it just takes stop. a little bit longer because I think that it, like there's a contract that they yes. need to negotiate with. But they're coming up here. I mean, we're, we're, when this airs on the sixth, you are one month away. Yeah. Or no, one month and three days. Yeah. So um, we, sh we shouldn't, we should find out more details soon. I have a feeling that this is not the final list. Via Napoli does not say not included. It just doesn't show it. I also think Space 220 is going to come Space on there. Space 220 specifically says dining plan not included. Oh. That is the one that I double checked and double checked. I was going to say, I, if it comes on the dining plan, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a two credit one. But It should be a two, a two credit, but no, it specifically says dining plans not accepted. Honestly, I'm happy to see it not on the dining plan at all because... Then I feel like if it is on the dining plan, even for two credits, reservations will be even harder to get. True. That is one I would spend two credits on. Yes. True. Well, it's kind of, to me, it's like the only time we actually did Cinderella's Royal Table is when we used our two credits for it. Um, because you're you're getting a show and an entertainment with the food. and Right. Right. So that's just it. I mean, it's the specialty, like really exciting ones, which is why we say like, oh, Boathouse, maybe not. But Cinderella's Royal Table, while I think the food is not good, <laughs> the whole experience is pretty special. If you've, It's the only way you can get up into that castle. Like, you have to do it once. So. Yes, and don't, with uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, breakfast, lunch, and dinner are two credits. Please don't do the breakfast. Please do the dinner. It's more expensive. Do that route. Right. It used to be worth call. it to do the breakfast because you could get in before the park opened. Yeah, but, but now I that Main Street opens to everybody at the same time. It's a moot point. So other ones that were shocking is Chef Arts is not on it. it but is again, like Epcot, a lot of those Disney Springs restaurants are not owned by Disney. Although no, Chef they're not. It's just shocking because they hit a lot of the Disney Springs restaurants. Like almost all of them are on the dining plan or state. And that's the only one that is not flipping over to say that it's on mm. the dining plan. And that one is, that one could be tricky with their pricing. 
I, I could see that one be very tricky. And now it's, he has like chain restaurants now. I just don't know if he's going to do it. And, yeah. and did you say that one says specifically dining plan, not accepted. It's, like, just, it's blank. I don't know. Blank. They're so accommodating there though. I don't know. So we'll see. Um, and then Topolino's dinner, you were asking about, it specifically says dining plan for breakfast. It will not, it's not listing dinner. Okay. I, I'm not surprised. All right. So the two credit ones that you mentioned, Acker Shoes, we think is worth it. Be our yes. guest for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is two credits. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't think it's worth it. I'm well, there's no breakfast up. anymore. Oh, that's right. right. So lunch and dinner. I don't think it's worth it. Definitely not for lunch. Yeah. Uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, we said was, but do lunch or dinner. Citricos, I think, is worth two credits. 100%. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Um, Flying Fish is worth it. 100% yeah. worth it. Hoop de doo review, which we haven't talked about. That one is two credits. Absolutely worth it. Totally worth it. The food is food, but the show is such fun. If I'm not remembering correctly, though, didn't Hoop de doo like if you wanted tier one, it was yes. one credit and tier two was two? Or it was, yes. It, it yes. was something like that. And right? I have a feeling that cash <laughs> reservations will be that floor. tier one or whatever on the floor. And yeah. then if you're using dining plans, you'll be restricted to upstairs or in the back. Yeah, yeah but this be... one's just clearly stating two credits, which isn't interesting, but we'll I get it. how that works out. Holio, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Jika, we didn't talk about. Um, I, I think, think it's totally worth the two Animal credits. Kingdom, Lodge, yeah. totally worth it. Delicious. Jungle Canteen, don't do it. Le Cellier, we're going to disagree about. Do it. Um, do it. I don't, I don't think it's that good. Their <laughs> steak is, for getting a nice steak and on the dining plan for two credits, I think it's worth it. I think so too. I'd rather go to Yachtsman, which is also two credits. No, yeah. I'd rather go to, I, I would not. Me and Yachtsman disagree. Oh yeah? I, you know what? One, they need been. a renovation in there. Two, I think their sides are better than their steak. I think that about La Cellier too. I mean, I, I guess I we'll say their, this. It depends on what you want to order there. I just, yes. my experience at La Cellier, everything was so salty. So salty. Kind of I like think there are better places to eat for sure. And one but. thing I will mention, which we didn't say. So for a sit down table service, it's one entree, one dessert and one beverage. So no could appetizers? That's the question. That's the question is whether or not we used to be able to go to the server and say, hey, I don't want a dessert. Can I have an appetizer? And they would say yes. Yeah, I need to be able to do that. As you know, I yes. need to have. Because then that changes things. Then yes. I would, you know, then you're getting an appetizer and some of these places have fantastic appetizers. Yes. And if you're right, and right, when you said the sides are better than the steaks, I was thinking, well, how many places have way better Exactly. Appetizers. appetizers and entrees. So I think, um, yeah, I think I've not, so I've never been to Morimoto. You say it's worth it. Morimoto's worth it for dinner, but it depends. I need to see the actual menu with the icons next to it. Um, their food is fantastic. It can be expensive. The sushi can be expensive that they have there too. So it depends on what is being included and what is considered an entree. And what is considered, mm. and if you can order an appetizer versus a dessert, because I would not be getting dessert at Morimoto. 
Shaki Sai or whatever it was, Suki was not on the list, right? It's not. No, no, it is not on the list. That doesn't surprise me either. That place, I'm dreaming about that place. I want to go back there so badly. But like you said, with the appetizers and desserts, it's nice because if you have a family of four, three, four, five, you know, two people can get dessert, three people can get appetizers, and then everybody has a little bit of something. So I do, they have to do that. I'm kind of, I have to say, I'm kind of glad that my next family trip isn't until May, because I want to see how all this unfolds. (laughs) I don't know. Mine's in March, and I I, I need to see a bit more, and then I might, I might add it. I don't have a family trip planned, you guys. I have a quick, like, three-day Memorial Day weekend thing. And we were going to do the dining plan because I have big kids who have big appetites. And so we get our money's worth. But totally, absolutely. So Narcoosies, I'm going to say is not worth it, but I know Lori loves it. I think it is. Oh, I'm going to say it's worth it. I think if you can for sure get an appetizer before the entree and you ordered my entree with an appetizer sold on two credits. I don't know. It doesn't have the wow environment factor that some of the other two credit ones have. You can watch like the fireworks from in there. Okay. You can watch the fireworks, but it's the price dinner range. And, like, dinner and entertainment. We, yeah. As much as we were going on and on about my entree, my entree was $54. That's true. Yeah. I, and I'm thinking again in my brain, like all the, the language from pre-COVID, the signature dining experiences, Narcoosies has always been on that list. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's just not my favorite. Like I wouldn't choose it. No, no, but. Uh, I would. Just yeah, like you would I not would. choose Storybook Dining at Artist Point, right? I would. Because we did not like it there. But I have never tried it and really want to. And I just I, want to experience the Snow White experience. Yeah. I, I went for two credits. It would have to be two credits. That thing is so expensive. I, I think so. these big character dining meals should be two credits yeah. because you're and getting this dinner one, on a show. And this one's already kind of a set menu because you're family yeah, you're style right. and the appetizers. You're getting the salad family style. Then you have to order a choice of your entree. Right. Then you get the desserts. So this is set up like a Cinderella's Royal Table and a Be Our Guest. Um it's already set in that and Acker shoes. So it should be in this and it's definitely not a chef Mickey's type food. Right. So is two credits. That makes um, sense. I, again, so we were supposed to eat there and we didn't. Right. No. So no. I can't say that for sure, but I like Tiffin's being on there because I know it is pricey, but also it's a unique and special experience. There's no yeah. show or anything, but it's Africa. It's just cool. But to that point, then Yachtsman, we were talking about Le Cellier, and I said I would pick Yachtsman over Le Cellier, but even still, I know it's expensive, but it's just a steakhouse. It is, but that's the thing. It's the price range. So there's no way you could ever do this as a one credit right? and include anything on it. But it, if it, I, I mean, were being selective about how yes. to use my two credits, I think I would, I would say this. If you have a special celebration, a birthday, anniversary, whatever, and you have a huge steak lover, then do the two credits. Yeah. Or if yeah. you just can't fathom spending the amount of money in that restaurant, you've always wanted to see it. That's how we do it. Right. If you want to eat there, then spend the two credits. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Well, we ju- there's lots of restaurants we've wanted to eat. My husband just cannot deal with having the bill. He can't. So better to use a credits where he's just like, oh, it's done. 
Right. And that makes a lot of sense at some of these places. But maybe if you want to go somewhere like um, Hollywood Brown Derby and you just want to get a salad and appetizers, maybe no. you don't use your don't use your credits. Just just because like, yes, go there for lunch. Like it, and yes, it's expensive, but it might not be worth your credit. Right. Go there for lunch order. and pay cash. Yeah. And I will say, I think one thing for people that don't or have not used the dining plan before, this can get confusing. If you have, if you're staying four nights and you get four table services, four quick services, um, and your four snacks, you can make six dining table service, dining reservations. Then you can go to the restaurant, tell the server when he asks, are you going to be using dining plan or cash or credit? You can state, I'm going to be using credit. You don't have to use a dining plan just because you have the dining plan. You can pick and choose whatever meals you want to pay cash versus using the dining plan credits. Um, You're not locked in. It is your choice to do what you'd like. And like I said, you may have, you know, you guys could all sit down in Hollywood Brown Derby and everyone look at each other and be like, I'm not that hungry. I just want a salad. Great. Don't use the dining plan. I have a couple questions. Oh, joy. (laughs) What about the Roundup Rodeo? Any Roundup Rodeo one? is one credit. Oh my totally God, everyone needs to make that reservation. Yeah, I didn't. I got, we got distracted when I was going through the surprises on one credit and yes, Roundup Rodeo, Roundup Rodeo lunch and so dinner the, is one. The reason I ask is because typically Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom are my least favorite theme parks to eat in because I don't like their dining options. That has changed with Roundup Rodeo. And now that I know it's one credit, I will forever eat there. Yeah. But my go-to in Magic Kingdom was always Skipper Canteen because it usually was only the, the only restaurant in the Magic Kingdom, the only table service restaurant that I enjoyed. But now that it's two credits, I, I'm, I'm not going to eat there. I'm going to do quick services the, that day or I'm going to go elsewhere to a resort or something. But I was going to say, you know where you could go is Steakhouse 71, which is one credit. One credit. Also, also great for one credit. Such yeah. a great, that's great news also. Right? And there's yeah. your Steakhouse. Steakhouse shocked me. Um, Roundup Rodeo shocked me. Um and then Ohana dinner is one credit, which what? I feel like that necessarily wasn't. I think that's always been, hasn't it Has always it? been one credit? What about, is so. Ohana breakfast on there? Yeah, all it, Ohana in general is one credit. Now, yeah. the Ohana breakfast always is more in demand because of the, the characters at breakfast that aren't yeah. at dinner. I am surprised that Ohana is only one credit. Yeah, and one that has always shocked me, but was, is the same is Sanaa's one, which I think is a great option. I guess I ate there on, when I ate there on the dining plan, we were able to do an appetizer instead of an entree and that freaking bread service counted. It didn't count as an appetizer. It did count as an entree, but one of my kids ordered it as their entree. And then we were able to order, um, an additional food for him to split. Yeah, it works out. So well, no, I that guess, one's good. I think all the rest were pretty standard that so, were in the quick service. So now the big question is, now that the dining plan is coming in and now that they're, they've seen, they seem to have all of their dining in order. When is 1900 Park coming back? Oh my I goodness. Agree. Amen, sister. I just. Because that was one oh. table service. It was a glorious it was. table. 
And and the only one, no, that's not true. I was going to say it was the only one in the Grand Floridian, but Grand Floridian Cafe is one, one. Yeah. but not nearly as fun. No, it's not. I don't know. I'm scared that it's not going to come back, but it also could be waiting. My only thought was, so the Grand Floridian's lobby is still going to go under renovation. They had to yeah. pause it for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Then it's going back under renovation. And I'm wondering if they're going to open it once the lobby renovation is done. I hope so, Disney. Bob? I mean, that's my hope. Listen to me, Bob. Listen, Linda. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> we need to see that restaurant open back up. If you are planning on waiting for it to open when the lobby opens, fine. Just let us know. Throw us a bone. Come on. I know. It, it's really crazy. All right. Well, I think we're ready for the mouse tip. Yeah. I think so. Yes. So basically, we do recommend the Disney dining plan for families, for families who don't want to feel like they're being nickeled and dined, who want to, you know, have the freedom to enjoy. But here's the deal. It can be confusing. <laughs> Hopefully we've laid out all the information that you need. But what you really need to do before you get there is know your dining credits, know which ones are worth it, um, and make sure you have those dining reservations made. Guess who can help you with that? That's right, we can. <laughs> so know what, you, know what you want ahead of time. It'll make it a lot less stressful, which is kind of the beauty of the dining plan in the first place. Amen. Well, Masca friends, there you have it. Disney Dining 101. Are you excited for the dining plan to return? Drop us a note. Check out our Facebook group at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Soon. Why? Because we like you.